Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Conscious Sisters with Rihanna and Amy. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Rihanna. How you be, Miss Amy? (laughs) I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm very excited for this show because one. I thought you hated it. It's the relationships, and two, you know, since we started doing the show, we pretty much get to talk every week, so we're developing a relationship. (laughs) Oh, we are, and I know, and I was thinking, it's so funny, just before I came on, I was like, I need to go down to Rihanna soon, and we need to trade and go for dinner and, like, talk about everything we're creating and, like, actually physically be there with her. (laughs) I'm thinking about all the nice restaurants down in Lauderdale by the sea. It's like, yeah, I want to try that uh, you have a, yeah. what is it, a Vietnamese restaurant? Yeah, Vietnamese, and there's sure. Italian. There's all mm-hmm. kinds of things in this yeah. little area, which I totally, totally enjoy. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting because um, when you talk about that, relationships per se, the meaning is, is the distance between two things. Mm. And what we both noticed is that Really, the shows that we have enjoyed the most doing is when we're in the same place together. Yeah, together. Mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, we might have to look at uh, creating more of that. Whatever needs to change for where we be together. Is. Yeah, cause it's like you know. I always remember like uh, Rachel. You know, Rachel O'Brien. She's a facilitator uh-huh. in Ireland. She always like you know, let's do this together and let's create a class here. And because she, she, her point of view was, you know, like it's so much more fun when you get to like share it with someone else, Yeah. you know? And like, I really see that like when you have, you know, someone else to share the experience with and, you know, if you have moments where you're doubting what you're doing, you know, that like the other person picks you up or whatever, it's just like you get to, I don't know, you get to share it more when you're right. together. Sometimes when you're on your own too long, you just go into your head and you create a lot of drama. Uh-huh. So there we go. We already started with a plus for mm-hmm. for relationships, right? Yeah. Well I guess like relationship is um one of those things that like everybody seems to want, but then when they have it, they can't yeah. seem to get it right in this reality, you know? Yeah. And it's like you know, when it, it's like such a heavy subject because when we first talked about what we do relationships, both of us were like, Oh, really? We really want yeah. to talk about this, but it's like, because it's like, it's so, in this reality, it's so heavy. There's so many, so much drama attached to it, so much significance, right. so much meaning, so much like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not happy. I can't leave that person. I have to stay with them. So much obligation, 
And then if you don't mm-hmm. have a relationship, there's something wrong with you. If you do have a relationship and you're still not happy, there's something wrong with you. You know, it's um, it's crazy, really, when you think about it. Yeah, it, there is there is a lot of madness attached to the whole idea of it. And not only, like, you know, relationships with us, you know, quote unquote significant, and mm-hmm. we like to call it insignificant other, but mm-hmm. all, but with all kinds of relationships, relationships with your family, yeah, you know, with your friends, with your friends, all of mm-hmm. that. And and I was just reading what you wrote in the post on Facebook, mm-hmm. and what if what if you went into a relationship with anyone, whether it was a friendship, your family, or mm-hmm. everywhere else? knowing the fact that you weren't as messed up as you think you are. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that there, so if there was nothing that you needed to change in order to make that relationship work, what if you could be yourself? And, you know, that was what attracted the persons to begin with. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, like we talk about a lot in Access how you know, you uh, you get attracted to someone or whatever, they get attracted to you at the start and then you get together and then you get into a relationship and then you start mutilating and cutting off parts and pieces of yourself to fit into this person's world. And that's not right. the person that they fell in love with to begin with or that they were attracted to. Or you even see yeah. friendships, you know, two people, they become friends and then they start dressing like each other, they start looking like each other, you know, so it yeah. becomes this like morph and you even see like couples do it, you know, they start looking like each other. It's like they start morphing into each other. So it's right. like, um, so how much of, you know, relationship done in this world is, you know, it's like trying to fit into the other person's world rather than you having your world, they, them having their world and together you create something greater. Right. And the fact that you don't have to have every single interest in common. No, no. And like, so, you know, like uh, so, Gary talks about it in one of the classes, like what are the four elements of you know, our content relationship. Of, I think he said, oh, really? Am I? That's weird. No, that's better now? now. Yeah, now, now oh, you're okay. great. Say that again. So, the, you know, the elements of a good relationship or a conscious relationship is that, you know, um, what was it? That, so that you have someone in your life that they contribute to your life. They expand your life. They make your life greater. Uh They let you be you and choose what you'd like to choose. You let them be them and choose what they'd like to choose. They contribute to you financially. Which may not mean that they give you money. No, it doesn't mean that. It just means that that being with them expands your life. Expands your life. And the more and the happier that you are, right? Uh, Money Mm -hmm. follows joy. So, yeah. you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that you find No, it doesn't someone... mean that they're going to pay for everything. Yeah, it means that right. like, being with them expands your life financially, emotionally, sexually, playfully, joyfully, in all those yeah. elements. But they're not the source of your life. And right. that's what a lot of people do. They look for that, you know, and that's the, that's the implant. We're implanted, you know, like uh-huh. from the movies, from Disney, from... You know, the guy in the white horse, the Prince Charming, is going to come and capture you and take you and you're going to live happily ever after. You know, so yeah. a lot of people are looking for that, like, one, that one and only, that one soulmate. And then uh-huh. when they find, the, you know, who they think is that one person. They make that person so significant, give up their life for them, 
and then realize, you know, halfway through, they're probably not even happy because they've given up everything for this other person. Now they resent the hell out of this other person, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And now here starts the destruction of the relationship because um, they're not the source of your happiness. They're not the source of your money or of your sex or, or of your joy. Yeah. They can add to it, but they're not the source yeah. of it. I have a friend uh, that I've known for a really, really long time. And uh, she and her husband wrote their own vows and, and what it included. And she said it was uncomfortable. It was very uncomfortable to say it out loud. Is yeah. that, you know, I, I, to be together until it, it doesn't work for one of us or for both of us. You know, and to go into a relationship, you know, with those intentions is kind of like difficult because sometimes we get into relationships just because one, we think it's going to give us stability, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that you're looking for that comfort. Yeah. Yeah. And like, so. And also, like what she, what they said in their vows was like, we'll be with each other until it no longer works, basically. Yeah. But in this reality, yeah. you're told no, you'll be together until death do you part. Yeah. You know, and so yeah. like what? So even if you're not happy, you stay with the person, you know. And you'll see that a lot in the, um, you know, how your parents used to do it. Thank you. Right. That we're together no matter we stay together, or you hear a lot here about. We, we're staying together because of the kids, you know, or we're going to be together once the kids are 18 years old, you know, then we can be happy. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when everything's yeah. done, then we'll retire, then we'll be happy. But it's like, yeah, you're put, yeah, so you're putting off your happiness until the kids are done, you know, like, and the thing is, like, you don't, like, and also what I see a lot as well is, like, and, you know, it's like when you make someone else the source of your happiness, you can't, it doesn't matter who you're with. It doesn't matter how amazing they are. It doesn't matter what they yeah. do for you. You will never truly be able to receive that because you don't have that happiness within yourself. And it's, I know it's kind of cliche. you got to find happiness within you first. Yeah. But it's really true. You know, like the first relationship starts with you. Like be right, right with you first. Are you okay with you first before you go jump in to you know, a relationship with someone else. Because if you're not okay with you, you know, it's going to be kind of testing to make someone else your, you know, All right. significant other. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I also know that, like, if you, you know, for me personally, like, with a relationship, like, even be it friendship or, you know, be it with my, with my partner, like, if I start, you know, if I feel like, oh, start resenting them or get angry at them or whatever, it always comes back to me, like, what's going on with me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's never really about the other person. It's usually just something that's going on in my own world. And if you have, whether it's a friendship or a love, you know, sexual relationship, partnership of that kind, or even family, you know, it, the more that you can be vulnerable with you and yeah. intimate with you, you know, yeah. to know yourself and the things that yeah. are light for you and the things yeah. that are heavy, you know, and yeah. uh, the, the easier it is to then be you without it becoming a power struggle, you know, 
uh, yeah. because you you started out with this, and you know, and of course, the perfect thing, the not perfect, but the best thing is if both of you that are going into the relationship or the group or whatever can be that honest and vulnerable with themselves also so that we know, you know, I like the pool and you like the beach. <laughs> yeah. And so we may not be going to the beach every day. You may be going to the beach every day and I may be hanging out on the pool until you come back, you know, and, and then we'll share uh, a great dinner or, lunch or whatever but it's it you know yeah because you don't have to make them yeah you don't have to make them your whole life yes that you have your life too you have your own interests your own hobbies your own friends and you share you know what you want to share together and then the other stuff you have for yourself um yeah and you know you were talking about movies and it's interesting because one of the greatest genres right that we all like Mm -hmm love are those romantic comedies, you know, where there's so much drama at the beginning and, mm-hmm. you know, and at the end they, you know, most of the time, like, they get together and find out that, yes, they are their one true love and mm-hmm. all of that, you know, and you know, what if you know, what if that wasn't the case at all? All of the things that we've got bought from all of those movies, all of those things, all of those shows that we've seen on, on TV, you know, can we please destroy it on creative? Yes, please, yes. <laughs> right, wrong, right, wrong, good, bad, 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 Yeah, and so all, and what it is, is like we talked about, I mentioned at the start, it's a distractor implant. So it's a yeah. distractor implant that stops you from having you. It keeps you in a fantasy that's not real. So all the uh-huh. distractor implants of romance, Signing the one true love of soulmate, oh my god, you know. Yeah. The one yeah, the one and that. only. Can we now destroy and uncreate it all too? Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, hot, 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 boys, And you know, what I got was like like I wrote about it in the status when I was sharing this on Facebook that like relationship wasn't something that I wanted. Like um a uh-huh. relationship was not something I wanted for a couple of years and I remember being in class with Dane, like I was literally I'd say I was about I came out, I went, I was in a three-year relationship until I was from 16 to 19. And then I had uh-huh. other kind of, you know, back and forth with different relationships in the following years. But when I hit about 21, I wasn't really in a relationship for like 10 years. So I mm-hmm. went a long period of time. But during those 10 years, I went to spiritual programs. I went to yoga. I learned how to dance. I went to other things. And then I found access. Right. And I remember, you know, around those years, like people really were like, like the, I, I found for me, I was searching for me. I was looking for me to get me better, to get find out who I was, what was what was fun for me, get my life back, and create actually create a new life. And mm-hmm. and and I remember that time, like kind of like my mid twenties, like you know when I was out like like going to like yoga and like trying different things and stuff. <laughs> like a lot of my friends, you know, like their main interest was like boys, like who are you dating, right. who are you seeing, who are you meeting, like, and it was all back and forth drama. And like, you know, and there also was like this thing that you had to have someone, you know, or if you right. didn't have someone, you have to have someone you're chasing. And I was just like, not interested, like none of that interested right. me. I remember sitting in a class then with Dane and, and my first year into access, I took a class with Dane and we were talking about relationships. And I was like, I don't get it. Like, I don't get the relationship thing. Like he said, well, do you want a relationship? And I was like, no. And he goes, okay, so acknowledge it. 
Technology yeah. doesn't actually want that right now. And destroying and create anywhere you, you think you're wrong because of it. Because I really yeah. think there was something wrong inside me. Like, why don't I want what everyone else wants? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So um, And actually what happened so, is after you acknowledged it, I mean, I think that what happened, after you acknowledged it, it kind of happened on its own and, and the energy all was very light towards it. Well, that's it. Like, so then when I did look, well, what actually happened was that I actually started to see a different possibility of a relationship. Like uh, a friend at home in Ireland, Sue, and she was um, actually started dating a friend of mine, Tom. And they uh-huh. showed me a different possibility of a relationship. They showed me one where they both had their lives. They were both together. He had the kindness and the caring and the nurturing that I was so looking mm-hmm. for. And, you know, right. and she still got the romance. And that's what I saw. Like she still got the dinners and the dates out and the flowers and all that. She still got the romance, but she didn't get lost in it. She didn't lose her life or she didn't give right. up herself for it. So that's what I was trying to get at actually was that like when you give up the distractor implant of romance, that, you know, uh-huh. one person is going to be the person for you. You actually get to have the romance. Yes. You get to have um, the joy of it without giving yourself up first. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, it's interesting because what I I did a call on distractor implants, and actually I I think I I spoke about it uh, in a telesummit also, and I think one of the implants that most people have the hardest time, you know, realizing that that it is an implant is love, you know, because, you know, because it's, it's like it's seen as a good thing to have like you should yeah. love everyone you should have love, love. More. You should, like it's, love yeah. More. yeah yeah all of that yeah. the, and, and the yeah, thing like is the, not that secret, yeah the solution to life is love basically like, yeah once you have but love you're good it, it, it's it's about you know it's kind of like a program where you it takes you out of being you so yeah it's it's the exact type of thing that would lead you to get into a relationship where you would give yourself up. Stuff up. You know, yeah. Yeah, exactly. pop, pop, yeah. all that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so if, if, you know, those are the things, uh, you know, that if you start getting really clear with yourself, then, you know, like, like it happened for you, the relationship kind of will show up in a more natural way because you're already being there. You know, you're already not buying into this implant of what yeah, this reality like, describes as something like love, relationship, you know, and all yeah. of that. And it's like when, so when I did start to, you know, like me and Mike were friends for about a year before we started getting together. When I did start getting together with him, I had so much of me already. I already yeah. knew what I loved. I already was creating a business. I had so much of my own life that I didn't have to give myself up to be with him. And that in turn makes it much easier for us that we don't resent each other, we don't fight, we don't, you know, we don't argue, we don't have these massive expectations of each other. Yeah. I have my life, he has his, and together we create something greater, you know? And yeah. um, I just see, like, I know um, a lot, you know, a lot of, like, relationships in this reality can be a lot of, like, expectations, like, well, yes. he said he loved me, then he wouldn't, do, you know, if he said he loved me, then he'd do this, but he doesn't do this. And, 
you know, women a lot are guilty of it, of like doing the, you know, he should read my mind kind of thing, you know? Uh-huh. And um, I remember, you know, when, during the like years that I wasn't, that I was single, like um, I was, you know, still like w- desiring some kind of something, a companion, someone to spend time with. And um, I had listened to some call, I don't know who it was, some actress call, and it was like saying like, if you're looking for, you know, to meet someone, like do out a list of all the things you don't like and all the things you do like. Like, what are you looking for in a relationship? What are the things that are important to you? And what are the things that are, like, you just, like, are, like, will not work for you, you know? So, mm-hmm. like, I actually had that. So, I had the energy of what I was looking for, you know? So, I, like, I, you know, it was things that were important to me. Like, I got to, you know, he's got to make me laugh. He's got to be funny. We got to have a lot of fun together. We got to, like, someone who, like, likes to be out and about, somebody who's social, like, it was, you know, someone who's kind, someone who's caring, someone who hugs me a lot, you know? I had all these right. things, and, like, it's so funny, like, what ends up showing up was exactly what I asked for, you know? And people yeah. think, like, they got to do this whole, like, oh, you know, love, blase, but, like, that's the one thing I love about access is that it's very pragmatic, mm-hmm. you know? And Gary gets us to be really pragmatic, like, what are you looking for, and what don't you want? And get clear, right. and let the universe know, like, you know? And even, and, you and know, even, and, you know, Keep asking questions, right? Because maybe right at the mm-hmm. very beginning, you don't think those things are there. There, and, exactly, yeah. Because you're uh-huh. judging to and be as the way. you mm-hmm. allow, as you have allowance for what the other person's, you know, desires and likes and all of that is, then you start, you know, becoming more comfortable into being you, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah. And then... You know, if you both are willing, the real people show up. And there's no more. This is the line that I was thinking of when I talked about the romantic comedies. There's no more like, I want to be with you because you complete me. (laughs) Right? Because it's like, I'm complete. And the both of us together are more, you know? Are more, are more expansion, you know, we can create more together uh, and all, uh, you know, all along that line, depending on what is important for everyone. Uh, but, you know, it's not like they have to fill in some spot for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fulfill the void. Yeah. Fulfill yeah. the void within you, yeah. Yeah, and that's it. If you're looking for a relationship to fulfill some void in you, it's like it's not going to be, it's not going to end pretty. Right. <laughs> you know, and you know, and and it doesn't mean that you know it won't work for a while. But at some time, if you are into, you know, more consciousness for yourself, at some point in time, you start being really real about what what you would like in your life and what you would like your life to to be like, you know, which mm-hmm. is why it's kind of my interesting point of view that if you start out with that, things can be very, uh, you know, a lot less dramatic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And um, what you were saying there as well, that when you first get together with someone, you may not see that they have the things that you were asking for. Like that requires, yeah. like in order to see the things that you've been asking for, that requires a lot of vulnerability. 
Yeah. You know, and like that may not be something that you may have overnight. Like for me, I know personally it was something I had to work on and I continue to work on. And like yeah. lowering my walls, lowering my barriers and like being vulnerable. And asking and a lot of questions. I bet you you were yeah. asking a lot of questions. Yeah, you I'm know. pretty sure I rang you a couple of times asking you questions too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because there was so many times I wanted to run away, you know, and I wanted to end it and you know, because yeah. you will have times where, you know, when you're vulnerable, you know, and you don't want to be hurt again, you know, you uh-huh. want to protect yourself. It's like a natural thing that comes in, you know, like, so, yeah. you know, you want to, like, make sure you don't want to be hurt. And then, so that sometimes makes you want to run away or makes you want to put up walls or come to conclusions. Uh-huh. Or, I remember, you know, I remember, I remember one call where, you know, the only thing that came to my mind was acknowledge everything that has already changed and is looking great, mm. you know, yeah. and, 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 and that's not just for relationships. That's for everything, yeah. everything that you're in your wanting life. to yeah. create, acknowledge yeah. everything that you've already changed, that you, that is already looking so much better, you know, and that is that where you are being you more than any other time in your life. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so, as well, um, what I learned as well along the way was like you got to be very aware and careful of um of who you like who you talk to like and who you listen to uh-huh. because like people will like people will make projections like they will they will project onto you their experience of relationship so yeah. when they sometimes when they talk to you they will come with their whole story and their whole background and they're, you know, oh, you shouldn't, yeah, you probably shouldn't be with this person or, you know, like maybe you should leave, you know, they'll like project at you according to their story and their words. Mm-hmm. So you got to be really aware when you're talking to people about anything, about money, about business, about relationships, like people will, you know, you got to look at like, okay, is that true for me? Yeah. You know, cause people will project at you their story and their life. Right. It's, and, it, and, you know, and again, we get to that, beautiful tool that we kind of had a whole show about, I think, who does this belong to, you know, for every thought that you have about anything and about whether or not a relationship is working for you or not, you know, to ask, is this mine or somebody else's? Because, you know, you may be, like you say, you may be picking up projections from friends or people that you've discussed your relationship with that are not even what you really want. And, yeah. uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of a little tricky sometimes and, and very, ex- and very expansive at the same time. Cause when you start yeah. to realize everything that that's not yours, life becomes a little simpler. At least that's been my experience, you know, yeah. uh, because it, it, it seems like until you get to that space where you're, you know, you're very intimate with you and you know what you, to trust you, you know, you know more of what feels light and what feels heavy for you and all of that. It's kind of like a struggle. It's almost like you can't, I can't decide. And it's because you're yeah. trying to decide between things a lot of times, not all the time, but because you're trying to decide between things that are yours and between things that belong to the rest of the world and what their yes, point of view is exactly, on a relationship. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I give you like I remember you know me and Mike weren't going out that long we're only going out a couple of months and we actually decided to move in together you know and uh-huh. I was moving into his place with him and you know at the time I remember telling my sister and she was kind of like 
you know, oh, well, you know, I mean, it's really great to start, you know, not to be living together because it keeps the excitement of the relationship alive and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, and I kind of bought it for a minute. And then I was like, listen, I was like, no, that's her reality. That's not mine. You know, that's, I'm creating something different, you know, and it was funny, you know, I am creating something different and it is very different and living together, actually moving in together, totally expanded us in our lives and my life and his life together. And we created something far greater and we didn't buy into this reality that you should be going out a certain length of time. You know, there's all these rules in this reality. Like you should be going out a certain time before you live together. You should be going out a certain time before you get married. Uh-huh. You should be going out a certain uh-huh. time. You know, like what if none of that applied? You know, yes. like what if you just went on what's true and right and light for you, you know? And what's yeah. true and right and light for you won't be what's true and right and light for someone else. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, and, and you know, yeah. Like you're Once moving you get to, to know that, you can out. then... <laughs> Be vulnerable with them, you know? Yeah. And that yeah. creates a total different space for you. Yeah. Because... you got to get, like, as well, yeah. Everyone's so different. I remember um, Gary saying something, someone said, slow down. He said, well, if you, someone tells you to slow down, you should go faster. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And don't, you know, um, uh, uh, a few weeks ago, I had been kind of like a little contracted, you know, yeah. with a friend that I totally love and and have been kind of pushing them away. And I went to a, spa- to a, a space where I actually verbalized what I thought was going on with me, right? Yeah. And at that moment, I was so much me that... I went to this space that I, it it felt like I had not even been for lifetimes where, you know, that, that tough, you know, that tenderness and that kindness towards me, right. Just allow myself to be me. So, you know, that is what's possible. And from that space, so many things have changed in the last couple of weeks as far as what I'm creating and doing and everything else that really have nothing to do with my friend. They're all about me, but that relationship with that person and my being vulnerable with them allowed myself to shed another wall that I had been keeping up as to what I was willing to see about me you know, and the things that were important and what hurts. And sometimes we don't like to talk about that kind of stuff because maybe in the past, some people have used that against you, you know, but to go there when you have no point of view and it just, you're just being like the child who said, you know, this little thumb hurts me, (laughs) right? (laughs) It's a totally different space of just being, you know, vulnerable that doesn't create that tug of war that we many times create when we're trying to be ourselves, you know? So, so yeah. And when you, when you lower your barriers and just say, look, this is what's going on for me. And without accusing the other person or blaming the other person or reacting or, you know, because once we go into the accusations of other people, then they go into defense. Now we're both, yeah. you know, I, well, I'm accusing, they're defending, or vice versa. So when you just say what's really going on, if this is what's really going on for me, and and be vulnerable with it, you know, then that other person gets to really just go, okay, well, you know, I'm sorry, but this is what's going on for me. And, you right. know, it just, like, yeah. you know, if one of you choose to be vulnerable, you know, the other person will eventually melt. So, and, yeah. 
So yeah. And know at some point that it's got nothing to do with them. It's got you know, nothing to do with it. Stuff yeah. that you're getting to know and things will either, you know, like turn around or or not. Yeah. And and whatever happens it's it's okay, but the space that you are gifting yourself is totally it's you know, it's totally yeah. amazing. It's totally amazing and that is you know, one of the things that I keep telling myself because I have a, I love being alone, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I love having space and that growth, not necessarily, you know, with friends, you know, dealing with family and that kind of stuff that it, it, it's, you, it's not possible sometimes in certain areas on your own. You know, so yeah, and that's that's a good thing to touch on, like as well. You know, like so, I love being on my own. I love, yeah. you know, I love creating. I love working on my, you know, the business. I love creating classes. I love doing yoga. A lot of these things I do, I do on my own. So that was one of the things when, you know, I first looked at moving in with Mike. Like, even though you know it was really like exciting to see, yeah, like I, I was looking to live together. At the same time, there was like, oh, no, you know, but what about my own space? And what about all the time I like being on my own? And how is this going to work? And am I going to be claustrophobic? And, you know, is it (laughs) going to be too much for me? And it's like all these things, you know, these, a lot of our, the mind, you know, the mind coming in, the monkey mind. And like a natural fact, I probably have more space now that I'm with. You know? So, and yeah, you know, it's like just because you live together with someone or even you're in a relationship doesn't mean you have to be with them 24-7, you know. And uh-huh. and a friend, you know, I talked to, to a couple of people this week about relationship, two clients, someone else. Uh-huh. And one of them was just talking about how, you know, um, like, you know, this guy, she's kind of getting closer with this guy and like all her kind of fear comes up, you know. And, mm-hmm. the, and the fear is, you know, like the whole like, oh, God, like relationship in the past has been kind of like, failure and now now she's like oh I don't want to let him close I want it to get any more serious you know keep him at bay and I was talking to her about it it's like well what if you could create something totally different this time because when you're conscious and aware of what you're creating you can have relationships with ease but when Mm -hmm. you're unconscious and you're just buying into the romance it may not be as easy so like what if you know you don't have to follow the rules of this reality and look at okay what is fun for me relationship do I like to go out two times a week with him? Do I like to live with him? Do I like to, if I live with him, do I like to go out one, one date night or two date nights or go dancing? Or, you know, if it's a friend, how often do I like to see them? And, you know, and it can change, but you can start looking at what works for me. How much time do I like uh-huh. by myself? You know, and you can start asking for that. Or, or even mm-hmm. ask a, a question, how, how can this work that I haven't even realized? Greater than I probably you know, imagined. Yeah, yeah, or greater than I could imagine. You know, and you never know. Like, yeah. I, I notice sometimes, you know, there's something that comes up with someone, uh, whether it's family or friend or whatever. And just by asking that question, things kind of shift. Uh, because, you know, we all talk about communion and not being separate from others. But, you know, that's our original, rea- you know, we can't really be separate from others. <laughs> If, you know, unless we're like totally shut down. So, you know, so everything changes, whether it's the whatever was bringing that up for you shifts or the whole energy around you shifts or the other person notices that there's been a change with you and they change. You know, you never mm-hmm. know. 
one if you're vulnerable with you and you ask questions around what's coming up, what can change? Yeah. Yeah, and it doesn't have to make sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, one of the, you know, what she was showing me, you know, the girl that was talking to me was, uh-huh. was showing me was like uh-huh. that a lot of that is, you know, the projecting into the past, like what you're doing yeah. is you're looking at the past and you're actually, well, you're looking at the past and you're projecting the past into the future. So you're looking at, well, yep. in your past relationships were like this. I don't want that to happen again. But by uh-huh. doing that, you're actually creating the same same thing. Yes, yes, you are. So the more you like go into the worry and the fear of what happened in the past happening again, the more you create it. Whereas like you said, if you ask more questions, uh-huh. we're like, we're like, uh, you know, you didn't get by listening to our show at this stage, questions are your best friend. Question, question, question. You know, oh, that's the girl to talk about like, the questions. You know, <laughs> yeah, and talk and talk yourself. You know, we've used the caring statements, I know how many times on this show, you know, it's good, bad, right, wrong, pod, pock, all nice, shorts, boys and beyonds. It's a quick way of clearing everywhere yeah. you are creating yeah. limitation in your life. So, you know, and okay, anyone, everywhere I'm... Anyone, yeah, and anyone that is listening for the first time and they've never heard this from us before, you can look up the clearing statement at www.clearingstatement.com and it's got a full explanation of everything that it does. It's just like a magic wand. Once you bring up an energy, it kind of starts to clear it. Sorry, Amy, I I felt like I had to go in there and... No, no, yeah, yeah, we mentioned in every show. So, like, you, so you, you can just pod talk, you know, the fear the distractor, the, the, the worry and all that, and then go to the question, go to, okay, what else is possible here? You know, yeah. what would I like to create? And keep coming back to the question, which puts you into the energy of possibilities for you and your life and your relationships and takes you out of the drama and the worry and the upset of the past. Because uh, the mind is limited, limited. It mm-hmm. only knows the limitations of the past. So your mind doesn't know what could be possible with this person. Yeah. I had, I had, uh, I had one time someone who was, you know, was, was trying to work relationship issues and like was on the brink of a breakup. And what happened was I said, work the destructor implants first, right? Forget about the relationship. Just, Every day, pot and pot, anytime anything comes up, pot and pot, the distractor implant that is creating this for you. And without any changes, any therapy, any really like session on the relationship, the whole relationship turned around. Because, it, you know, the distractor implants are this interesting thing that, in, in, in my point of view, they don't affect your reality. They kind of create it for you. Mm-hmm. And you're stuck in this movie, right? So yeah. when you, if you can just do that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of other clearings and stuff, but if, if you can just do that, you know, all the distractor implants that are creating this, destroying on creatum, and then pan pakam, use the clearing statement, yeah. it will yeah. start to give you a lot more clarity in a yeah. lot of different areas, including relationships, mm-hmm. and it will help you to choose. Because when you're stuck in them, it's kind of like being in La La Land. You know, like yeah. the, you don't know which way is right, up or down mm-hmm. or left. 
So it's hard to choose or to, yeah, well, you know, no clarity, to have a clear yeah. choice right, yeah. in that space. So when you do that, um, it is a tremendous uh, help to clear anything, including stuff that is coming up with relationships that you're, you've been in for a while or that you're starting or whichever yeah. space you are with in that aspect. So, yeah, I'm glad that you brought this up because, you know, I hadn't even thought about the distractor implants when we talked about doing a, a relationship call, but they definitely, yeah. you know, have really assist you in getting more clarity and having less drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I don't have time for drama anymore. Yeah. Even if I go in there for a minute, it's like so exhausting. And then the yeah. other thing um, I just wanted to touch on before we ended this couple of minutes was that um, I also had someone with me, you know, or whatever, we were looking at, you know, there was a relationship she was kind of like feeling stuck in. And um, like as she talked about it, like there was a lot of energy around, you know, she was like staying with this person a lot out of obligation. And, uh, you know, there's a thing we talk about in access, whether you believe in it or not, is like, you know, past lifetimes. And it was mm-hmm. like asking, okay, how many lifetimes have you been with this person? And yeah. How many lifetimes have you, you know, and there may be like, if you meet someone in this lifetime and there's just like this instant <laughs> pull towards them, sometimes it's uh-huh. because you've spent other lifetimes together. And, you know, sometimes we meet someone and it's like we've known them all our lives. It right. may be because, you know, you right. have other lifetimes. So you, and, yeah. So I, I think it was in one of the classes that someone says, so if you, if you, if you're in this place and you look across the room and you mm. realize that you've met your soulmate, you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you're in trouble, yeah. Well, when I first met Mike and we worked together, like he used to irritate the hell out of me. Like he used to yeah. like have, like there was an effect that he had on me that would like make me kind of boil on the inside. And after uh-huh. a while, the energy became really apparent to me. It was like people used to say, you're like a married couple. And I was like, yeah, who don't have sex and argue all the time. You know, so this right. is before we started going out for a whole year, we worked together in a really close environment, you know, we worked a lot together. So I had to like start, I got to the point where I couldn't bear it anymore. So I started clearing all the lifetimes that we were together, that we were married, that I killed him, that he killed me. I started clearing all those lifetimes and I did it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and eventually came to a point where there was just no charge there anymore and the energy right. changed. So, you know, yeah. like if you find yourself muttering someone, you want to clear all the lifetimes you were a mother to them. Or you find yeah. yourself, you know, taking care of them all the lifetimes, you know, or anywhere you feel like you owe them something. You know, mm-hmm. you can just clear those lifetimes, you know, so the energy is yeah. not there anymore. Right. Yeah. Because you end up really having the relationship that you may not consciously remember, but there's something energetically there that is recreating that. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. But isn't it so cool that we have the tools now to go beyond it uh-huh. and change it and yes. not create from that place anymore, you know? Yes. And, uh, and you know, the more consciousness that we create, the more that ho- hopefully, not hopefully, the more that the whole planet will change towards more consciousness. Yeah. 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 And more of these types of relationships will be available and and uh, for everyone, I, you know, it, I really do kind of have known that for a really long time, where the more that we shift, the more that everybody else, you know, everything else will shift. And, yeah, uh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. One time I used to say, I wonder if I think everybody else is going to move into an island. 
and only the people, <laughs> you know, but that's not it. I think that we all change. You know, we affect everything. So yeah, we do. how does it get yeah, any better than that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. This so was th- a great conversation. Mm-hmm. I loved it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad we did it. I'm glad we did it. And thank you guys that are listening now and listening in the future. Please look us up. We have a page in Facebook. It's Conscious Sisters. And if you have anything that you desire for us to talk about in the show, just let us know and we will find a place to put it in. Uh, And also, Rihanna, you, you have a distractor implant call that you did with Patty, right? Yes, I so do. So if anybody wants to know more, they can go somewhere and uh, purchase that. Yeah. If they want and, to know and, more about instructor implants. Yeah. Ask me or send me a note. I'm Facebook yeah. is the easiest way to get a hold of me. Yeah. So thank you yeah. for being here, guys. All right. Rihanna, talk to you soon. Good night. Next week. Good night. Next week. Bye.